The following is a Mission Studios podcast, so fuck you. Coming to you pre-recorded and edited from Mission Studios, this is the Missionary Position Podcast. We believe that offense is taken, not given. That humor can be found in anything and everything. That owning your shit is more important than worrying about someone else's. It's Sunday. It's June 30th. And this week's intro isn't going where you think it's going. I'm Jason. And I'm AC. On this week's episode, we give you one last hurrah before we go on summer break. We thank you for your continuing support. We appreciate every single one of you. And remind you to look for the extraordinary moments in ordinary experiences. So loop up. Turn off the lights. Lay down. And get ready for Series 2. See you in September. This is Episode 28. Okay, so Easter Sunday was just a couple of weeks ago. Um, I did something on that day that was a little out of the ordinary for me. Oh, yeah. Kiss a bunny between the ears? Um, yeah. <laughs> and um, I went to church for Easter Sunday. I'm still floored by it, so I'm kind of, I'm, I'm still at a loss for words. <laughs> yeah, I, I think a lot of people that know me were kind of surprised, well, to hear that I was going. I don't know if I talked to you beforehand. Obviously not. No. But yeah, just one of those things I wanted to do. It's not like I had found religion or anything like that. It's just... Um, Imagine that. You went into church and you didn't find religion. <laughs> yeah, weird. But yeah, I mean, like, as most of our listeners know by now, I mean, I'm really about as anti-religion as a person could be. I'm certainly very, very anti-Christianity because right. that's how I grew up. That's how I spent actually the majority of my adult years even and burn the right hand, right hand side of your brain yeah yep but um part part of what I had come out of that was you know there's a lot of things about church that really have triggered me over the years that really had kind of bothered me and i was thinking about a conversation we'd had a little while back about your trigger finger right oh fair enough yeah and how you'd sort of you tried to get to the root of the things that bother you by like deliberately putting yourself in situations that would like bring certain feelings up to the surface. And, mm-hmm. you know, even though I don't know if our listeners were really inspired by that, I, I certainly was. So I thought, you know, instead of me sitting here wondering what about the situation specifically might bother me, maybe the best way to chase this down would be just to show up at fucking church and see how, if at all, I reacted to being back in those surroundings. Fair enough. So, yeah, I think I sort of caught my girlfriend a little bit off guard because I sort of asked her, like, you know, beforehand, I said, will you take me to church this Sunday? And I don't know if she thought I was fucking with her or what, but, you know, she's like, yeah, sure. Which church do you want to go to? Because, I mean, like, neither one of us is really a churchgoer. Right. So I wasn't really sure how to answer that. So I just sort of did a quick Google search and thought, you know, let's try to find like a non-denominational church that reviews reasonably well. I guess literally like kind of picked one out of the phone book. So we showed up Sunday morning just to see what was what. Just parking in the parking lot before even getting out of the, the truck, I was already starting to feel kind of agitated. Needing anxiety meds? Um, I didn't take any, but I feel like I certainly could have benefited from them. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, I guess again, like not many people probably know this about me right now, but I quit smoking not that long ago. And uh, I was very, very much feeling the lack of a cigarette. (laughs) (laughs) So I sort of sat there sucking on my vape pen a little bit, trying to like get any amount of nicotine into my system and failing miserably. 
and uh, I think my girlfriend was feeling a little bit triggered. She was hitting her uh, her cannabis vape pen a little bit, just trying to get herself in some kind of calm. And eventually, we decided, okay, fuck it, it's now or never. Let's just go in. Mm-hmm. And Should have just traded. <laughs> then you would have got the best of both worlds for both of us. Yeah, it probably wouldn't have been a bad <laughs> idea, to tell you the truth. But you know, we went in. You know, the people greeted us at the door. They gave us our little fucking bullshit pamphlet, whatever the fuck. Mm-hmm. And we sat down somewhere close to the back just so that if we needed to escape, we could. Right. And um, I brought a pen in with me because I'd fully intended to just amuse myself by taking shitty notes, just putting a humorous spin on whatever bullshit was being spoken from the front of the church. And for the first several minutes of the sermon, that's exactly what I did. You know, I wrote down things like, you know, Jesus wants to expose himself to me. <laughs> and God wants me to experience ecstasy. <laughs> and Jesus was gay. And he had 12 boyfriends that wandered the wilderness with him. Like, just all stuff like that. And I was, you know, like, really doing a good job of amusing myself. because Mary I was, Magdalene was a showpiece. Yeah. Like, I, like, I was ser- seriously feeling triggered. And I'm just trying to think, like, how do I get through this? And mm-hmm. I thought, well, I get through this by being a fucking asshole. That's our go-to, yeah. But, um... As the pastor continued talking through his sermon, he started saying th- some things that actually made sense. And the, the, I guess the first surprise of the day was that it being Easter Sunday, it wasn't a terribly like Jesus-y sermon. In fact, it was very little to do with the whole Easter fantasy or story or whatever the fuck you want to look at it. Um, basically, the, the, the gist of his message was talking about how, you know, people go to church they they approach friendships they approach basically everything in life you know just looking for these like extraordinary moments right i I guess it's not the extraordinary moments that really are the ones that matter in life it's the the unextraordinary moments those are the ones that we should really cherish because those are the moments where life is lived and uh i thought maybe you know like while he put kind of a, a religious spiritual life kind of spin on things I think there's a lot of validity to generally what he was saying. And I thought, well, maybe if a couple of like militant atheists unpack the backbone of that message, maybe we could have a decent conversation out of it. So, you know, I mean, before I let you loose, I'll share with everybody sort of like the example that the pastor had used to to illustrate his point. And he talked about, you know, (laughs) being a a young dad and, uh, the challenges that went along with that, how, you know, it's hard to find time to relate to his wife, how everybody's tired, there's never any money, you know, all that kind of stuff. And how, you know, when date night finally comes, so there's a lot of pressure that's put on that and how he would go out of his way to like, you know, make a reservation at the perfect restaurant, you know, looking forward to ordering the perfect meal, the perfect pairing of wine. You know, basically just like this perfect, extraordinary experience, but like all the pressure that was attached to like trying to achieve this extraordinary time with his wife would end up bringing an extraordinary amount of stress to the situation. So they'd end up getting in a fight in the car on the way to the restaurant. Mm -hmm. They would not go into the restaurant because they were stressed out. They'd end up going back home, fighting all the way back home. They'd fight about having paid the babysitter for services not rendered for a date that didn't happen. And it was right back to the unextraordinary experience of, you know, everyday bullshit. Right. So without telling you how he spun that, I'm just sort of wondering, like in general, based on what you heard, like how do you weigh in on all this stuff? 
Oh, um, <laughs> first off, weigh, weighing in on a preacher. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sort of putting you in a dangerous position right there alone. Yeah. yeah I'm a, before I let you loose. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. How would I interpret the situation? Well, <laughs> I'm actually at a loss for words. There are so many tangents I could go on, but I don't want to go on a tangent. I want to have an actual, you know, discussion. Like you brought to the table. Mm-hmm. There are 1,500 different ways to go at it. So, hmm. <laughs> I'm actually just totally kerfuffled. <laughs> I know, I, I probably already put you in a bad frame of mind by just telling you I went to church. <laughs> so, I don't, I don't expect you to, like, bounce back easily from that. And then I guess, like... I sort of dumped a whole lot of stuff on you and then just said, like, boom, way in. <laughs> so maybe I can make it easy for you. Like, maybe we could break it down into more bite-sized pieces because I could see, like, first of all, we're, we're both fucking tired. It's like pushing midnight here in Mission Studios and we both worked all fucking day. And, and I'm trying not to go off on a rant. That's my thing. No, and, and, and I know that, like, when we get tired, we're like toddlers in need of a nap. We get a little bit shitty sometimes. Uh-huh especially where it comes to pastors and preachers and religious douchebaggery. But but as far as like just like the basic point you made about like how we should not prioritize like the extraordinary moments instead we should prioritize, you know, the unextraordinary moments. Just like the little bits that make up the day rather than the big pieces. Well, in in that sense on a purely non-religious just a kind of enjoying life type situation, I totally agree with that. Well, I mean, a couple of weeks ago, we, we talked about... Um, don't sweat, not sweat the small stuff. Yeah, sweat the small stuff. Don't sweat right. the big stuff. Maybe right. this is like a more positive spin on that. And, and that's kind of where I was going to go. It's the same, but it's different. It's kind of confusing. Because though we have a fuck you kind of opinion about pretty much everything... Yeah. This sets you in a path where you can't really have a fuck you moment because somebody with a religious spin actually said something positive that wasn't douchebaggery it wasn't a a bucket of dicks plopped in your lap it actually makes sense imagine my fucking surprise sitting there yeah (laughs) (laughs) making sure that we take the time out of the day to enjoy the mundane just sitting there and realizing hey you know what i'm actually with somebody that cares about me the way i want to be cared about or walking down the street and realizing well you know what like as as much as people are going to want to joke about this out there just walking down the street and thinking i actually woke up this morning yeah you know paying attention to that shit because you know lately there's been a lot of thought of well you know fucking i don't know how long i'm going to be here i'm living on borrowed time as it is (laughs) Mm -hmm. so making sure we enjoy the small things like going for coffee like cooking dinner together just enjoying the time you know and those times you do something special like go see a movie you really wanted to see or going out to do something that you've really wanted to do for a long time you know yeah of course enjoy them but don't make them your priority which is what i'm thinking or what it sounds like his message was no and that's sort of the feeling i got and you know like you and i i think for the most part we sort of approach hearing things in similar ways like we try to think okay how do we fit this into our own experience right right and it got me to thinking about, okay, I don't know if anybody caught at the beginning of, of this conversation, I drew reference to going to church with my girlfriend. And I know that on 
pretty much every episode before this one, I've drawn many references to my wife. Really part of that situation changing where I've moved out of a situation where I was with my wife and into a situation where I'm now with my girlfriend, who is wonderful. There's a lot of people externally that sort of look at things and I think they, they try to chalk up the experience that I have with my girlfriend to like being... You know, it's got to be like this big excitement thing. It's got to be like the fireworks. It's got to be like a sex thing. It must be like a torrid affair. It must be, it must be, it must be. Or the honeymoon phase shit. But it's all these extraordinary assumptions that they make. Right. Whereas the reality of the situation is that we started off our relationship long distance. The things that I enjoy now that we're living in close proximity to each other, it's not these extraordinary things. I've really learned to appreciate the simple things like when we spend our time together, we're not spending our time together from a distance, like longing for each other. I can reach over, I can hold her hand. That's a fairly unextraordinary thing, but it's incredibly uh, meaningful. We can, like you, you talked about like cooking a meal together. Right. Holy shit. Like that's a basic everyday thing. We're addressing a physical necessity, mm-hmm. you know, preparing food. I love doing that stuff. Do I need uh, a big spectacular experience? No, I'm enjoying just the little things. The little things have become so meaningful, you know, and I I think it's sort of shitty in a way that it took a drastic change of situations in order for me to learn how to appreciate these small things. But these small things really are meaningful. They're meaningful in a positive way. Just like the, the small things like we talked about in a past episode they can be meaningful in negative ways too. Mm-hmm. That collection of a million small things that can undermine just your general happiness. It's not typically like the big events that are really going to fuck you off. Right. It's the collection of small things. So, I mean, if the small things can whittle away at us, why can't the small things similarly build us up a piece mm-hmm. at a time? Absolutely. You know, and I think ultimately it, it comes down a lot to the the perspective that we that we take. And that's where I think that this preacher was like completely on point while he was trying to apply it to like a a journey of faith. I think we can apply it to just like our everyday existence. Right. Mm -hmm. And you know, you and I had touched on this in past conversations, but I I really was curious to know like how deep these waters run for you as far as, you know, looking at the, the little stuff. Well, it's, it's like we talked about earlier today. You know, I started watching that show again, touched by an angel. Yeah. Right? And, and I don't watch it. Like my girlfriend didn't think I was going to be interested in it. And when I put it on, she was kind of shocked because it's a heavily religious based show. And, you know, I told her quite point blank. I said, you know, it's, it's not the religious aspect that I'm in any way, shape or form attracted to. It's the fact that you can take that religious forum that they're putting there mm-hmm. and actually just apply it to good people, to hoping this is how people really acted. And watching these kind of shows thinking human beings acting like this for human beings, not angels acting like this because God said so. Right. And it makes you appreciate the small things, the little things like, you know, the husband and wife, the dad finds out the son's gay, you know, the small signs that had been there the whole time, but he's been avoiding it. And then when he, the son finally confronts him, it makes this big kerfuffle. But if he appreciated all the small things along the way, it wouldn't become this big kerfuffle. Fair enough. It would have been... Well, he's different, but, you know, I can enjoy and we can learn. And over time and listening to these little steps, it would have been biting all this 
your son's gay in little bits, little bits, little bits, little bits, if he can't handle the big bang. Actually, you know, you're talking about like the the idea of the son coming out as gay. Mm-hmm. It sort of sparked something else in me too, and and I think it ties kind of into like what the the overall message at the church was. Was um, this pastor had through his story sort of alluded to the fact that like these expectations that we place on the big moments kind of lead to similarly big disappointments right you know like I, I think like when I when a kid comes out to like certain parents as as being gay or being whatever the parents they, not just the parents I guess all of us we need to l- learn to get over the disappointments in life we need to learn to not assign such expectations of situations and I think if we sort of like occupy ourselves with the mundane mm-hmm. these big expectations don't really have any room to grow Right. Well, and that, that was part of the point that I was trying to make because the mom did see the little points. And when he came out, she just, you know, she got against the dad and, you know, calmed down, blah, blah, blah. And later on in the show, she took the son aside and she said, I knew. I saw the signs. I was there for you. Oh, wow. Knowing you coming out about it just makes me feel more proud because I've seen it the whole time. And I know I'm your mother. Mother knows these things because she was smart enough to watch for the little shit. Well, I can, yeah, that, that's actually kind of cool. Like, mm. I don't really much see a religious or angelic spin on there. Like, I well, can see why you... Because I took it right out. But the, you, in the oh, show, okay. there's one, yeah. But yeah, I, I guess, well, we came in here, like, looking to explore one train of thought, but it looks like another one is emerging here, which is, like, you know, not to disregard a learning opportunity just because we have preconceived notions about the source. Right, which we, I think, are very guilty of. I certainly am. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never been religious and I've been against religion because I've seen what it, some of the havoc it's brought to people and, and the hurt it's brought. And I've seen more hurt out of religion than I have positive. Right. But talking about this, seeing my life, I can understand why my vision is clouded. I'm not by any means going to be religious, but now looking at it totally differently. Like I can watch a religious show and pick what I needed out of it, but now... I can look at it for a religious show and still take a message from it. I don't have to do the whole conversion thing I did in my head while I was watching it. Right. That's a huge, that's a huge learn for me. <laughs> no, I think it's a huge learn for both of us. Cause I mean, like I spent the last several years, like going out of my way to combat the influence of religion. Mm-hmm. And while I still view religion as being necessarily harmful, right. I'm sort of thinking that maybe not everything that comes along with the religious message is necessarily harmful. Or everybody. Well, there's another good point, too. Yeah, right. I hadn't considered that end of it. Because this preacher sounds like to, sounds to have a pretty level head and not necessarily wrapped up all in religion. It can be about life and acceptance in general. Yeah, I guess underneath all the uh, pastor stuff is just like a guy living normal life. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was heavy. Thanks for bringing that, brother. Yeah, I, I don't want to really shit on this by like going any farther, so... We'd like to take this opportunity to thank y'all for listening through our delays, fumbles, and life events getting in the way. We're two guys wanting to put out our show and for it to be the best it can be for you. We have learned so much, and with this being the end of Series 1 and us preparing for Series 2, there are a lot of implementations being put forth that will make our product so much better for you. 
So please stay tuned and recommend our show to someone that might find us fun and maybe even help somebody that we don't know. For those of you that have written in and made suggestions, thank you for taking the time and showing us that you listen and that you care. Also, the abundance of great personal comments to AC and I, words of encouragement, and the beautiful notes about how we have somehow made a difference, how you have put into practice what you have heard and how it helped you. You are all invaluable and we are oh so thankful. Please remember that you are all so amazing and gifted in your own ways. Never give up. Keep doing what makes you feel fulfilled, happy, and try not to be so offended by everything. Just give that passing stranger a nice smile. Maybe tell them randomly that they matter. Whatever your thing is, do something to make a positive difference. We love you and thank each and every one of you. So lay back. Get out the lube. Turn off the lights. And get ready for the masturbation session of the century. Coming September 2019, the Missionary Position Podcast, Series 2. Thank you for listening. This is, and always will be, a politically incorrect version of the Missionary Position Podcast. Mission Studios, the Missionary Position Podcast, their employees, or its entertainers are in no way comparable for anyone being butthurt, slighted, or in any way offended. If you as a human being cannot accept that something may sound like a close resemblance to your situation and not be totally about you in your little remnants of an existence, that is your issue, and again, not the responsibility of the studio, podcast, employees, or its presenters. Send your opinions hate mail, boob pics, full nudes, ideas, or questions in the form of an email to missionarypod at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at missionarypod and like us on Facebook at Missionary Position Podcast. If you are so inclined to help this broadcast get better or just wish to help out, our Patreon account is patreon.com slash missionarypod. 